Hello everybody and welcome back to the Naughty Rude Show, the naughtiest and rudest show on Sin. Of course, it'd be weird if it wasn't. Be weird if it wasn't. I'm Zach. Tonight I'm joined by Dom, Alex, and Adam. How are we feeling, everyone? Good. Naughty and rude. <laughs> Naughty Dara. and rude. Good. Adam, how are you? For uh, very excited for another two hours of, of entertainment. That's for sure. Two hours of entertainment is what you're going to. Get non-stop action. More entertainment. You can follow us on our socials. Dom, where can people find us? Oh, you can find us everywhere. Please follow <laughs> us on Facebook, Instagram, all the things. Um, it's at Naughty Rude Sin, and that's S Y N. So get involved, guys. And we're also on Spotify as well. If you ever want to catch up on the show. Absolutely. Also, send us questions. You know, we take questions at thenaughtyrudeshow.tumblr.com forward slash ask. So hit us up. We've got some great questions coming up later. Mm. What else do we have coming up later? Tonight, we're talking about a few very interesting topics. We're getting down and dirty as we chat about foreplay, attachment styles. (laughs) And I think we have like an ex-psych student in the studio with us. Oh, oh my God. nice. I didn't get my degree. Let's just, let's just be clear about that. There's a reason. No, <laughs> and rejection, because, you know, it's a topic. Exactly. Speaking of exes. Yeah. Oh. Absolutely. So it's, kind of, it's all like balancing out tonight. There's a bit of naughtiness, a bit of cheekiness, but also a bit of like a bit of seriousness. But all in all, very, very good chats. About the, about the audience thing, we love hearing questions, but if there's anything you have, any physical ailments that you need uh, help with, make sure to check out... Uh, Make sure to go to your basically our local emergency department, local hospital, local GP. We're not doctors. Exactly. In other words. <laughs> We're not doctors. Don't ask us. We don't. Exactly. I mean, we do want to know. No? Like, tell us the story, but don't yeah. follow our advice. Yeah, it's a job for Dr. Google, not for Dr. No, Adam. No, not for or Dr. Dr. Google, for Dr. Doctor. doctor. <laughs> okay? Dr. Doctor. An actual doctor. <laughs> Don't do Dr. Google. I've been roasted about that so many times, my actual mental professional. <laughs> I'm, oh. I'm certainly guilty of uh, one or two of those things. But, but if you one do... Or, one or two. <laughs> I, yeah, but uh, that being said, we do talk about some things in this show, which can be... It's naughty and rude, but also it can be a bit serious. And if anything that we chat about in here does concern you, we, there's thousands of uh, heaps of hotlines you can contact that will chat with all issues that we have. But our three major ones that we are supported by at here at Sin is that we have uh, Beyond Blue, which are 1300-224636, the Children's Helpline, which is uh, 1800-551-800, Q Life Helpline, which specialises in all things, in all colours of the rainbow, and that is 1800-184-527. Definitely look out for your mental health. Seek exactly. help if you need it. If anything we talk about, you know, brings up any uh, anything that you need to talk about, definitely reach out. But we're gonna we're gonna get going. We're gonna get this uh, party started and this show on the road. We're gonna kick things off with a song straight from Sin's Sweet Sixteen. That is put mm-hmm. together by mm-hmm. Sin's music leads, Love Sarah it. and Tom. Absolute legends. Shout out to them. Thank you, Sarah, for shouting out Naughty Rude yesterday on New and Approved. Also, really? shout out to New and Approved. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's get it going with "Get It" by Zios. You are listening to the Naughty Rude Show here on Sin with Zach, Dom, Adam, and Alex. <laughs> Hey guys, welcome back to Sin. You just listened to Get It by Zeos, which was one of our favourites, Sweet 16s, um, one of the Sweet 16s for this week. And then you listened to Number One Pussy by Big Wet. <laughs> and we were just having a chat in the break about how like relevant this is to our next topic. topic and that is foreplay. Mm. Oh, totally. I mean, also called 
out of court, oh. which people thought <laughs> oh, was really we were, funny. We were excited for that one. We thought that was funny. Round, round of applause, round of applause. Thank um, you. Also, kind of an interesting thing to discuss. It almost, yeah. It's almost like that holds the assumption that sex equals penetration. But for mm-hmm. so many people, like we agreed, like even queer people or just people who prefer have preferences for sex, um, that it can be whatever you want. You know, Zach mentioned mutual masturbation, the old double M, if that's what people call it. I'm going to start that. I'm going to start that. M&M's? M&M's? Yeah. M&M's. Oh, yummy. Guys, oh, yum. get involved. You don't have to put an M&M M&M up you. For it to be good. Okay, don't do that. No, 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 no. I'm stopping you right there. Please don't. Moving on. Please and now my, my love of M&M's although, and now made traumatised. Although, a lot of foreplay does involve food, I feel like. Yes. Oh. I, feel I, like, I feel like food is a big thing. Well, a bit of, bit of whipped cream and all that on the body? I did a bit of research on this and it yeah. was a key point of a over a few sources was like you can have fun with food mm. yeah and I think that's like a, like that's a thing for a lot of like a, very much in pop culture it's very oh, like cream is exactly. so classic for sure mm. and like on the, strawberries on the like you're not wrong I remember seeing it as a kid and going like Oh, it's kind mm. of fun. Can't mm. wait to do that when I'm older. <laughs> like, kind of like young. Like, or chocolate. Chocolate is huge. Oh. Yeah, and strawberries. I was just about to say chocolate. Strawberries mm. dipped in chocolate. I have a bunch yeah, of foods in, in my head that are classified as sex foods or not sex foods. Peach. Aphrodisiacs. <laughs> Aphrodisiacs. No, but yes. these are like yeah. aphrodisiacs, yes, but also like just foods that I've categorised as sex foods and not sex foods. Um, please. Lasagna yeah, we, we is a sex, sex food. Lasagna. Stop, why do I love that? <laughs> cherries aren't a sex food. I feel like cherries could be sex. No, you cherries. have to spit a pip out, and that's... People do so like spit it's it's it out. It's mouthy. It's hot. So you spit it Just take the pip out of my mouth quickly. And also, like, mm. inside a cherry, it's, like, True. deathly toxic to humans. Oh. Yeah. I thought you were going to say it looks like a pussy. No. Because peach, everyone knows, like... Oh, we love the peaches. Um, nec- uh, not nectarines. Peaches. Grapefruits. Like, that's... Oh, mm. yeah. No, fruit. It's very erotic. Oh, mm. totally. Grapefruit is delicious. Oh. oh. What are you trying oh. to say? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we just said it looks like a pussy, and then you're like, wait, that's just... Okay. Delicious. Okay. Unironically, I do eat a lot, a lot, a lot of grapefruit. It's good for you as well. Exactly. Yeah. But, yeah, like, I guess what we're saying about food is that foreplay... Um, can be part of the sex mm. and it can include even just if you you know have oysters or something with your partner or partners whoever they are um, that can all be part of it and people mm. are a bit confused on the definition and I if it's just for sex but you can just yeah. have foreplay and leave it at that if you like I, as well yeah I think like making out with someone is totally just okay as making out with someone does not like never has to lead to never has to lead to sex like mm. penetration or whatever you classify as sex. It can even be just kind of like dirty talk and all that. Just like it doesn't. It can be just like text them in the morning, like your partner while they're at work or a, a hookup or whatever. You can just kind of text them a couple of dirty texts while they're at work or you're at work. Like a like a long haul foreplay, exactly. like texting them at work just like and a, then a little, waiting little, for them to get so home. So true. That's so fun. <laughs> exactly. It's like a little warm up. Or just like. any form of intimacy. Just being like, how was your day? That can always lead to like feeling connected. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. Whatever yeah. it is. Sometimes the uh, teasing is even better than kind of the sex. It's kind of like. I can't wait for you to touch me there or to do this to me. Yeah. But it's kind of like the kind of the kind of gets you excited, kind of like shit. This is coming up. Fuck, this is going to happen. It's like, oh my so god. So fun. I get so hyped. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's all about building that hype, building that excitement. Gets the adrenaline kind of pumping through. But yeah, for sure. And I mean, the thing about foreplay is that. It, it will be different for everyone, like mm. sex. I mean, everything in sex is going to be different for everyone. Mm. But I do think it's a little bit more, I guess, maybe universal than sex in that there's probably a lot of things that people will do 
that are a lot more similar. Like making out, for example. Like, mm. pretty much most people will probably be happy making out with people. And I think that that's kind of just a bit interesting. Of like, there's almost, you know, almost like, uh, what's the what's the term? Like, moves that people have, you know? Mm. Like, go-to moves <laughs> yeah. to turn their partner on. Like, go-to foreplay moves. I think- it, it's a bit odd, but it's mm. it's interesting. I think the best thing about foreplay is that you get to practice. You get to try different things with your mouth, different things with your fingers. You get to try things that might not work. You get to try things that will work. And you get to kind of discover. And it's always good to kind of push your, push your limit in a consensual way. Mm. Like, do you mind if I do this to you? Do you mind if you do this to me? Mm. Do you mind if we do one thing or the other? And, like, you do learn a lot of things but through research and practice. Mm. And especially as kind of fun, the more experience I get, the better I get with my fingers and my mouth. When I first started, especially with my mouth, it was kind of like oh, every time I'd try and eat something, I'd be like sucking a lollipop. <laughs> it, I was bad, honestly. I was not it good takes at it. At least to you food. suck. That's awesome. Like mm-hmm. Some people don't. Some people just go blah, blah, blah. Uh, <laughs> nah. that, I've never heard that like people like, like doing the alphabet with like, their tongue. They do, like, A with their tongue, then B. Okay, sorry. I cannot think that works. Just context. So Adam just tried to do that with his tongue. I will remind people, the audience can't see us. Um, But we could... (laughs) Don't do an Instagram story. Yeah, just do an Instagram photo of Adam trying to... You actually... I could say that you were spelling out A. Yeah. A plus for you. Good job. You do know the alphabet, yeah. Oh, is that not any pop-up on the story? Like, do we approve of Adam's idiot? No, that sounds bad. (laughs) Do we approve of Adam's uh, tongue technique? Tongue technique. Yeah, ask the people. Yeah, yeah. And no one's sex education that was also that myth of like doing the figure eight yeah. and I did, did debunk it but mm. there's no correct way to oh, exactly. eat someone out it's all about the person yeah. um, and what they like because some know? people are more sensitive down there some people are less and like I met girls oh. who are more sensitive in their breasts in their nipples than they actually are kind of down there and they prefer a lot more kind of nipple play which I, which I do Another enjoy. Another form of foreplay or, yeah. or definitely every yeah, exactly. different. <laughs> <laughs> totally totally Love yeah, that. for sure, for sure. But yeah, I do have one piece of advice when it comes to that that I've learned through a bit of, bit of research also reading an article, is that when you're fingering someone, for all, this definitely come from a male perspective per se, never go in with your hands, your fingers straight like that. You always want, you always want to cur- curve them up. Almost do like, the, 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 the come-hither motion. Yeah, yeah, the come-hither motion, yeah. Don't go straight there because that, that, that hurts apparently and it doesn't really do much. So that's my little tip of the day, per se. Thanks, thanks Adam. Yeah, thanks, Adam. Oh, always here to help. Always keeping the entertainment <laughs> levels high. All right, let's keep the entertainment levels even <laughs> higher. Let's go to a couple more tracks. This is Wasting Time by Kurilpa Reach. You are listening to the Naughty Root Show here on Sin with Zach, Dom, Adam and Alex. That right there was Kat Canteri with Alone, and just before that was Wasting Time by Kalipa Reach. You're listening to Sin, and we are the Naughty Root Show. I'm here with Alex and Adam and Zach. Um, we have a next little segment, which is a little bit heavier. Um, so just a content warning. Um, if any of these themes, such as attachment, anxiety, or even depression, come up for you, um, p- please feel free to reach out to our helplines or just skip this next little bit. It'll be about five minutes. Um, we're introducing the topic of attachment styles. And the reason for this is because, I mean, it's evidence-based psychology research. Um, when none of us are psychologists, of course, um, but it definitely influences how we engage, even in sexual relationships. Um, I guess <laughs> ex-psych student, haven't got a degree um, <laughs> But I do know a slight bit about this. Um, So Mary Ainsworth was the original um, psychologist who did um, some tests on young children and saw what would happen if they took their mothers away uh, in a room and just saw what the child did when the mother returned. Um, 
So I'll give it over to Alex just to go through the three different attachment styles and even just what they mean for how we conduct ourselves in relationships as adults. So as um as Dom was saying, the um the mothers like left the room and saw how the child reacted and Mary Ainsworth came up with three attachment styles and I'll kind of briefly go through them. Like I'm not going to go into like the whole details of every single one, but there's anxious attachment style which is can lead to someone being fearful to live without a partner. Um, Avoidant attachment style, which is more of a lone wolf type of personality. Disorganised attachment style, which can lead to unstable social behaviours or ambiguous sort of ways of communicating and being around another partner. And then there's also a fourth style, which is secure attachment style, which is um, when you're having more healthy relationships with people and I think it's interesting to see how these children reacted and how later in life it can also be evident to their childhood and the way that they were brought up with their parents. Mm. Mm. Yeah it's all about I guess um, the stability of your parents even emotional availability as a kid. Um, I'm like I'm really interested in this stuff so it's really interesting just to see how you behave. I guess like for the people listening at home we're not psychologists so we can't I mean, talk about it in a general sense. And, of course, disclaimer, this isn't... It doesn't define how people are in relationships. It's something that comes out, especially in conflict. Um, And this might not be attachment to everyone. These these kind of styles might just come out, for example, with your mum or with your partner. And you might not even know you have a type of attachment style until push comes to shove. Um, But, yeah, it's about how you go when someone maybe pulls away. And these sort of behaviours... I find how it feels is that you feel like something's come over you and you start behaving really irrationally. So Mm. me, for example, I can be quite avoidant. So if someone, if if there's a fight, I sort of pretend that I don't care and I might go and like walk away and then it's really not kind of seeking sort of comfort from the other person or trying to connect. So if Mm. you just, I guess, yeah, like just sort of have like that self-awareness of like looking at how you're behaving in times of adversity I guess and with a partner with a friend exactly. with your parents and even if I guess you had this study conducted upon you and you <laughs> came out with like a secure attachment style you could still grow up and exhibit signs of you know a anxious attachment style and like that doesn't mean anything apart from that is how you you react and I guess mm, having like the, exactly there's no it's no one's fault it's just how you know your body and your mind can handle you know a conflict or a tougher time within a relationship or even in life and I think at the end of the day having that introspect and understanding how you are feeling Mm. and how you can help yourself but Mm. yeah yeah. a big one is how you go I find this I know from my friends like I've got different friends um and we've all been through a whole bunch of relationships and I notice it in my friends what they do when someone doesn't reply to a text how do you feel do you think I don't care and you throw the phone away and say I'm not going to text some pages or are you thinking what's wrong I've done something wrong and Mm. so the former what I was talking about would would fall under you know avoidant not to say that that is the case but it's more avoidant behavior and the latter of wondering what's wrong do they hate me I need this now that's more maybe anxious I feel like that's also a telltale sign of like living in this like technology ridden age and it's like this indication of I guess maybe your attachment style 
just from like maybe not receiving a text and how that can make you feel like throughout that whole experience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I definitely feel like like. And I want to kind of emphasize that these are interesting frameworks and don't take anything we're saying as like a diagnosis of something mm-hmm. that's. Oh, please don't. Yeah, nothing's wrong with This is normal. Like, it's interesting to kind of look at yourself and how you respond to situations. And maybe in one way you'll relate to something we've said, maybe in one way you won't. But I think doing that kind of introspection is important because if you want to maintain that sort of really comfortable, healthy relationship, knowing how you tend to react and knowing how your partner tends to react or partners or whoever, whoever it is, it doesn't even have to be romantic relationship at all, even in friendships, Mm. knowing how people tend to act or knowing what tends to go through their head and how you can kind of work with that and work and like push back against it as well. Because a Mm. lot of times these thoughts and these actions aren't helpful. It can be a really good thing. It's not easy, but it can be really good to do. Mm. Especially work through mm. and... Yeah. And it's absolutely constructive to just be aware of it and not think anything's wrong with you, but just even give a disclaimer to your partner. And taking that next step is kind of how you become more mature for in sure. relationships. Communication, communication is and always will be everything. Yeah. For sure. Key. <laughs> we are going to go to a couple more songs now. So coming up next is Dog Eared by Carla Genevieve. Just a heads up. This song does have some of that spicy, spicy language mm. that we love here at the Naughty Rude Show. Yeah, nice. And we will be back very, very shortly. If any of the topics discussed in the last segment have affected you in any way, there are organisations you can reach out to for help. You can contact Lifeline on 13 11 14, Kids Helpline on 1800 55 1800, or Beyond Blue at 1300 22 4638. Hey guys, welcome back. You're listening to The Naughty Rude Show here on Sin. I'm in the studio with Adam, Zach and Dom. I'm Alex. Uh, You just listened to Dog Eared by Colour Geneve. And we have literally my favourite segment Mm, coming up at the moment. (laughs) Um, We're going to be going through a few Reddit questions or Reddit statements. (laughs) And I think we're going to just start off really strong with, I fingered the wrong girl. Should I tell my girlfriend or not? (laughs) What do you mean, the wrong girl? (laughs) Mistaken identity. I don't know. Twins? Twins? It says, it just says, I fingered the wrong girl. Dot, dot, dot. Should I tell my girlfriend or not? Was it like a lucky dip? Like, (laughs) what what are we talking about? A glory glory hole. (laughs) Like, like, were you just in bed with a whole bunch of people and you thought it was your girlfriend, but like, oh, no, she was on my right and I was fingering to the left. Lucky. See? I'm jealous. Um, <laughs> so like those things in carnivals where you like put your hand down, you have to like see what food it is at the bottom, or it's like, oh, do you know what I'm saying? And it's like, oh, yeah. I want my hand in the rock. What, what are you talking about? Uh, but <laughs> I mean, to answer, the, to answer the you question, yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. You should absolutely <laughs> tell your partner something like that, <laughs> that I feel like. You think the wrong like, girl. Like, yeah. like <laughs> otherwise it's just weird, right? Otherwise you're just going to have oh. that hanging over your head of like, oh, God, oh, God, <laughs> I did I cheat vagina? on them? <laughs> Yeah. Is that, is I don't that, believe it for a okay. second. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean oh, that, that, it obviously didn't happen. Mm. There's so much, oh, BS, so much BS there, and it's just hilarious. Moving on. Let's move on. Let's move on. What's one piece of sex advice everyone should know? Adam, Use Luke. Adam, Adam, Adam <laughs> you look really excited. I think my time to shine. I mean, besides my usual kind of tangent about consent, respect, communication. I think, yeah, just kind of start off slow and work your way up. 
and never be afraid to try new things, but also know where you're going. And But in terms of physical advice, I think use your lips. L- learn how to suck, whether it's on a neck, a clit, or a tit. <laughs> if you can do that well, that will carry you... For the rest of your uh, that life. will carry you a long way in and out of the bedroom. I'm always the one. So I think your mouth is a wonderful thing. Use it on every body part, on every hole, as long as the person you're with is fine with it. I quite like that. It's kind of sweet. Yeah. What a romantic. That's beautiful. I think that was the most sentimental you've ever been on this show, Adam. <laughs> hey, I'm, matu- I'm, 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 matu- I'm maturing. I'm changing. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <And> then- <laughs> you just said clit, tit, or I don't know, another Nick. word that rhymes. I love that maturity. <laughs> I embrace it. What can I say? Yeah. Any other sex advice from anyone here? I mean, I'll go for the probably obvious. I think you said it, Alex. Use lube. Please, please, mm. please. It's so easy to do, and it will make things so much easier for you. And it's so probably. much better. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yummy. Dom, have you got anything? Um, this might only apply to me. I just think um, seeing it as play and exploration, because you're two people, and out of the bedroom... That's fun. You're, I love that. You, you're always playful with you know mm. people you're comfortable with, so... Just take your existing dynamic and take it to there, and it's not some place to perform. And we're also talking to the AFABs or the ladies as well. It's not a performative space. And if mm. you if you try your best to approach it, if you mm. can, and if it's within your comfortability, to just see it as play, um, you'll have a lot more fun yeah. and learn things about yourself and the other person. I really like Very that. Nice. I really, I feel like, I feel like sex in like the general perception of it can be a bit overly serious at mm-hmm. times. Of like. Mm. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta do exactly this. You gotta do it. It's like just have fun. There's right. so, there's so much pressure to make the other person finish. Both as from a guy's perspective, you kind of, you do feel guilty when you finish if the girl hasn't. So I feel like there's so much pressure with that. Yeah, but you just gotta yeah, just, guys cough out of it. It's true. Just gotta enjoy the experience and take of what it what it's worth. Yeah. Um, moving on, should girls be slurping on the balls during a blowjob? <laughs> <laughs> After that awesome oh. Yeah. Should they? It hurts. I think you need, you need to be oh, very okay. Straight in, yeah. I think you need to be very careful. Don't don't suck on it like as I said, like a lollipop or like bubble gum or something like that, because that can guys are sensitive down there. Mm. God, uh, yeah. If you yeah, if you try and bite it, even I've heard people like ow, <laughs> that can mm. that can hurt a lot. So I think if if the guys into it, it's kind of how hard do you want me to do it? How long do you want me to do it? Where do you want me to do it? Well, there is like. CBT, cock and ball torture, and some people yeah. are really oh. into that. Really into that yeah. But, like, yeah. definitely ask CBT. if they're into it before you go and do anything involving it. CBT is what I do in therapy. Behavior therapy, also cock and ball torture. I hate the acronym. I think there's another one I've seen that uses CBT as an acronym oh, as well. It's a nightmare. That's so but funny. just ask. You know, just ask, do you want me to do this? But, um, it's so easy to ask. Just I'm, check. If there's ever a place okay. to be slow and steady, it is there, though. Start off soft and work your way up. Otherwise, someone's, that, someone's going to get hurt. Unless they don't want slow and steady, in which case, <laughs> can't you know what to do. Can't confirm what I do when it comes to that. <laughs> What's the opposite of slow and steady? Hard Fast and rough. Hard and rough. Yeah? I wish it rhymed, though. <laughs> yeah. Cuter. Yeah. Do we have time for one more? Oh, yeah, we've got time for one okay, more. Okay, beautiful. What's your biggest dirty secret? Oh, fuck. <laughs> that you can you say... sprung this on us. You're so cheeky there, yeah. smiling. Surely the question ask also has to contribute to the question. If we're to tell. Alex, you start there. <laughs> exactly. Ladies before gents. Oh, I think probably... One secret I had is that like the second time I did it was in the was in um the MCG it was in Yarra Park like outside the MCG on a on a park bench <laughs> after after a night of dancing at uh, dancing the night away yayas 
And no, and I've also done it at a on a dinosaur statue of the Fishroy Gardens. <laughs> Wait, why was that not what you led with? That's incredible. I, I, I just remembered halfway through, and that that, that was funny. <laughs> That's incredible. That shouldn't statue. be a dirty secret. That should be out and proud. All right? That is so nerdy. Uh, I, want, I want you to wear a T-shirt that says, I had sex on a dinosaur statue in a park. <laughs> I, fin- I finished it on dinosaur. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm gone. I There's can't no even. And, and the sentimentalness of Adam Miller yeah. has disappeared once yeah. again, ladies like, and gentlemen. There's no way to top that. I've got nothing to say. I don't have secrets. I've already said everything on this bloody show. Um, oh, God. Like, oh, man. I mean, it's a secret to my parents, I guess, that I have sex toys, but they've probably listened to enough of the show to figure that out already mm-hmm. anyway. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm going to go with... Well, that's it. <laughs> I've really got not. I've not. I haven't done anything. I'm trying to literally. Think. I don't think I have anything that big of a deal. Yeah, I think you really set the bar yeah. way too high, Adam. I've got a funny thing. Go for um, it. Me and my ex-partner, um, <laughs> we use wipes, which is actually a really great thing, guys. Mm. Get baby wipes, but. It's, clean up. it's absolutely hilarious because the baby wipes had a baby on it and it was like really relevant to like what we were doing and then we get the baby wipes like wipe away the babies. Uh, <laughs> and that always made me laugh and laugh. So I'll leave you on that little innocent one. Oh, all right, all man. right. That is all we have time for I for these questions so much. today. We're going to go to a couple more tracks. Coming up is Three Leaf Clover by Teenage Jones. Following that is Spirals by Grievous Bodily Calm. You are listening to The Naughty Root Show here on Sin with Zach, Adam, Alex, and Dom. That one was Grievous Bodily Calm with Spirals. You are here on The Naughty Root Show on Sin with Zach, Alex, Adam, and Dom. And it is 9 o'clock. That's a lie. It's 8.57. But guess what? That's close enough to 9 o'clock that we're going <laughs> to consider it the top of the... By the time we are done talking, it will be the top of the hour. We have had an hour of great, great content. And we have an hour of even better content coming up, hopefully. We haven't done the content yet, so maybe it'll be worse. No, you but- best believe it'll be... A hundred times better. Thank or you. Double at least. Double at least. Can guarantee Double and a hundred. A hundred times. Double is a like, lot less than a hundred times. Okay. Double is good. <laughs> what? What is some of the stuff we have coming up next, Alex? We have like another one of my favorite segments: the Tumblr, the Tumblr page, the Tumblr page questions. And you can you can actually be on the show if you like comment on this Tumblr thread that we have. What is that address? It is the naughty rude show.tumblr.com forward slash ask. Hit us up because we will answer your questions. We will tell your stories. We will spill your dirty, dirty secrets to the world. And by that, I mean our listeners, <laughs> all however many there are of them. Shout out to you if you're listening mm-hmm. right now. And okay. that, literally just come in on our socials. You can also add the questions on our Facebook, on our Instagram. Anywhere. You can just comment it down. You can DM us. And mm. we're at Naughty Rude Sin. That's S-Y-N. For a second, I thought you were about to say, yeah, or just come into the studio. Guess host. Crazy fans. Yeah, yeah awesome. absolutely. Just just popping in for a visit. Popping in to share some dirty, dirty tea. Dirty, dirty tea. Dirty, dirty pig. <laughs> did anyone get that reference? I did. Yeah, thank you. What's the reference? Sex education. Oh, okay. Okay. What's his name again? I was going to say Adam, but that's his boy's name. Oh, spoiler. Um, Philip. No. Nigel? 
Moving on. Moving on. However, just heads up, some of the things that we have spoken about and some of the things that we do talk about can be a little bit heavy. So if you need to reach out, please don't hesitate to contact a helpline to reach out for help. You can contact Beyond Blue at 1300 224 636. That's 1300 224 636. Kids Helpline at 1800 55 1800. That one is 1800 55 1800. Or Q Life Helpline at 1800 184 527. That's 1800 184 527. Please, again, don't hesitate to reach out for help if you feel you need it. And a uh, quick question uh, Adam, are you a doctor? I wish I was, but unfortunately I am not. Alex, are you a doctor? No. Dom, are you a doctor? No. I am not either. Do not ask us medical stuff, please. Ask your doctor. Don't ask the random, like, 20-somethings yeah. on the radio. We are bad for that. Yeah. We're only doctors in roleplay. Ha-ha! <laughs> hey. And, yeah, doctors in talking... Can I say shit? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I'll take that as a yes. And on that note, <laughs> we, we are going to go to a song. <laughs> Language warning. Coming up next, uh, what have we got? We have some Jungle Giants. I love a bit of the Jungle Giants here, and this is their new track, Trippin' Up. You are listening to the Naughty Rucho here on Sin with Adam, Alex, Dom, and Zach. And that was Trippin' Up by the Jungle Giants. You are listening to the Naughty Rucho Show here on Sin with Alex, Adam, Dom, and Zach. And we are going to be answering some of your questions straight from the minds of our listeners. These ones came through on our link tree. If you want to go there, that is linktr.ee forward slash the Naughty Rude Show, or even easier, just hit us up on our socials. You can get in touch mm-hmm. on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook, at Naughty Rude, S-Y-N. Or, if you want to stay nice and anonymous, we won't know who you are, you can go through our Tumblr, which is the Naughty Rude Show.tumblr.com forward slash ask. Don't even need to, an account, to make an account. You can just do it. You know, you can just ask us stuff. Are we ready for some questions? Always. Hit us. Always. All right. Always. Uh, we'll start off with an interesting one. Why do some sex positions make me finish and some don't? Interesting. We've all got things we like, we've all got things we don't like, but also from a physical point of view, sometimes it's more like, so it's kind of you get more tension. There's a word, get more tension or you get more, just get a better feeling, get more vibration through it just because I feel like personal experience. I, friction. Friction, I think that's the word. Especially like if, um, if you're, most positions, if a girl's kind of legs are more like brought in, like not spread kind of more then. As a guy, you probably don't get more ple- more pleasure. That's from my personal experience, because you're getting more friction by when you're doing what you do. Mm. I think it also there are things called G spots, mm. and someone with a prostate, you've got one in the boom mm. boom. You've got the B spot. People with vaginas, you got one. You got one. As as we said before, the come here motion. <laughs> so if you want, if you have one, if you like how it feels, you yeah, get that angle. That's what you want to go. It's pretty good. My friend, when I was such an innocent, my friend was like, oh, you need to hop on top and get as low as you can. And here mm. I was like, what sex? <laughs> like, but, I mean, there you go. Straight there from my go. friend's mouth. <laughs> yeah. Have you got anything, Alex? I, th- I think what Dom said. Mm. Yeah. What Dom was saying. <gasps> yeah. I, I was like, it's kind of good. Yeah. I'm also low. just going to kind of add on, um, I think part of it could also be what you were talking about earlier, Dom, with sex being a little bit playful. Whereas mm-hmm. if, you're, if you're doing something that you find physically fun to do, mm. you know, if there's something that you like about a certain position, whether it's, you know, the way you can... I know some people talk about, like, mis- they really like missionary because they can make eye contact and talk directly mm. to their partner. If that's what makes it playful and fun for you, that might make yeah. it a little more enjoyable. But I think mm. that's, that's pretty, pretty solid. Yeah. Um, 
Now this next one, this is interesting. <laughs> Take a breath. It's okay. It. The question it. itself is fine, but I'm yeah, going to yeah. question the wording it's at one part. So, <laughs> I don't like the feel of condoms on my penis. What are alternate measures so I can stay safe while I... And this is the wording of the question, <laughs> not my wording. Oh, uh, is a Reddit, wor- Reddit wording. Penetrate her fortress. <laughs> Please don't say that. Is, is it this um, from, like, Clash of Clans? Is that... Maybe yeah, what's, the, is. what's the other one? Age of Empires? I don't know. Come on now. They're all the same. You look with a human um, here. Plants no. are zombies. But, okay. <laughs> on, on to the actual question itself, though. So, condoms are really one of the only forms of protection against STDs. So... Mm. There's not really a great alternative. You can get female condoms, mm. which are essentially like inserted into like the vagina, and they kind of just function almost like a wall, I guess, for mm. lack of a better word. Mm. Um, but if you want to stay safe, unfortunately, probably just going to have to get used to the feel but a little exactly. bit. Something mm. to consider is maybe you're not wearing the right size. Yes, mm. maybe like condoms are meant to be skin tight, yeah. but not. Skin types Smug. cutting off the circulation. No, that's what cock rings are for. Too <laughs> shame. <laughs> so maybe try out different brands. You can yeah, go to various sexual health clinics or community just places, and they often have different condoms just free to take. Um. So try something else. Definitely um, try different brands, and maybe even like get like the condoms with like friction. Like yeah, I was about ribs, to say you can get you can get ones that are designed to be like ultra thin or mm. like um, to mimic different feels, things like that. So experiment around with different things. Do you want to know something funny? I just uh, just remember that I actually have a condom in my uh, in my phone wallet at the moment. Completely forgot about it for a couple of days. And I just kind of looked and I'm like, oh, there there it is. Be careful. Um, so everyone who uses a condom in their wallet or in their phone, I don't know if it's the same thing because maybe a phone is more protected, but mm. in the wallet, there's friction from the wallet mm. sitting down and it can yeah. cause holes yeah. or just don't you forget those. about its expiry date. Yeah, and exactly. the amount of people who leave them in the wallet, I'm like, what are you doing? Mm. Like, really, you should be swapping them out pretty regularly. Mm. Um and I mean, on that note, condoms, the also other benefit of them is they're super easy to keep with you basically all the time. So, you know, I think yeah. really your mm. best bet is to just kind of try and get this used to them This is just a case of me possible. having a horrendous uh, memory. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fair go. enough. It's on you, men, to do uh, it. But it's, with penises. It's, it's a memory of a good time. <laughs> yes, if you've got a penis and you're worried about staying safe, definitely keep some condoms Even on if you. it's a quickie, it's a sticky. Isn't okay. that how, uh, how the whole saying goes? Uh, all right, we're going to move on to the last question we've got here. Uh, and again, the wording's a little weird, but it makes sense. Uh, is masturbation constipation a thing? For the last couple of weeks, I've been jerking it every day for a long time and nothing's coming out. I feel like I'm getting close, but can't get there. I've tried sex and sport and porn. Have I run out of spunk? And the first thing I'm going to say here is see a doctor. This This falls into the category of medical questions that we can talk about, mm. but you really should see your doctor about mm. this. Death grip is a thing. I think especially for guys, there is a case like masturbation is really healthy, but there can be a time where as a guy, if you do it a lot, your penis will start to lose kind of like, not feeling down there, but you won't, your nerves won't be as sprightly per se. You don't won't kind of be as receptive to your hand because they're already getting used to it. They kind of, you basically kind of, your, your penis can basically get numb to the feeling of your hand. Yeah. But you also... Co- sorry, yeah? No, you go, you finish. And basically, yeah, that can kind of lead you to like watching more, it's like I've seen in research... More and more rough stuff, or kind of experimenting with dangerous things that will kind of the kind of need to make you finish. 
So, yeah, I think you. it's just a case of you just need to ease off and kind of let, let your body uh, retrain itself. In saying that, there could be something else mm. going on. If you're taking antidepressants or any other medication, that can definitely have an effect. And if you feel like you need to see a doctor, please do not hesitate. Do, because I, I would it, highly encourage you to yeah. see a doctor mm. in this case, yeah. Um, on that note, there can also be other things like... You could just be, if you're masturbating in the same way all the time, it could just be a matter of you're getting bored by it. Like, that can <laughs> basically it's happen. exciting you. It's not exciting you. So mm. switch things up. You know, you don't need to switch things up with porn either. I mean, you can if you want. I'm not going to say don't do it. But, like, you know, try a bit of a, a, bit of a posh wank, you know? Get, get out some lube. <laughs> Have a bit of fun with it. Try mm. something in a different position. Try mm. something else. It's, mm. it's a matter of experimentation, but definitely... If it's kind of concerning you and it's really not working for you, see a doctor. Mm. And Definitely. It's also the thing of the more you try, the less you can. So just, yeah, don't... This is just for everyone generally. I'm not sure if... It's, it's nothing like you're failing at anything, but just no. don't forget to feel your body and be like, how does that feel? Oh, that feels like this. We just had a sneeze in the studio, by the way. Uh, yes. Hence, hence you, the bless sound. <laughs> bless Adam. Oh, man flu, yeah. what a horrendous disease. <laughs> 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 All right, we're going to go to another couple songs. We have Spacey Jane coming up with Lots of Nothing, followed by Transmute with Glow. You are here on the Naughty Rich on Sin with Zach, Adam, Dom, and Alex. Welcome back, ladies, gentlemen, everything wonderful in between. You are listening to Naughty Rich on Sin with Zach, Dom, Alex, and Adam. And the uh, good times are rolling, but I think we're going to... Turn it down a bit and shut from something that's probably pretty important to all of us. And as much of the fun we like, whether it's been having sex or being in relationships, sometimes it doesn't work out. And sometimes things come to a bad end or it just, yeah, it doesn't pan out. And yeah, the next uh, little segment will be all about rejection. So what are our thoughts? Alex, I think um, something you really want to get on about? I had a thought, like kind of, I don't know, a little while ago. And I was thinking about like getting rejected as a female and how traumatic that can kind of be um and sort of relating it back to like the beauty standards and maybe subconsciously we're thinking oh are we getting rejected because it's they're not they're not pleased by us like Mm. and even going back to have we not pleased the person that we're seeing and I think it can be quite traumatizing I remember being a bit younger and obviously seeing someone that I liked and trying to talk to them and getting rejected and literally it taking such like an emotional toll on me that I didn't really realise back then but now I've kind of had a bit of like time to sort of think about it and I've thought like, oh my gosh, that was so horrible to experience, especially that young, thinking about, oh, did I, did, I, did they not like my hair? Yeah. <laughs> No, I totally agree. Um, I was actually talking to my friend about this today who is a male um, and he was saying about his girlfriend versus him and how he's more of a solipsist, so lone wolf, whatever, um, and she cares about what other people think. And I was like, oh, yeah, I kind of relate to that too. It's an anxiety thing. And he goes, no, it's a, it's a gender norm thing. You know, women are raised, and not all women, but, you know, it's called the patriarchy. We love that word. Uh, yeah, look. Yeah, you're, you're kind of always trying to be prettier and adhere to these disgusting standards, which are just unattainable, to be chosen by a man. And then when you're rejected, it kind of, it's so different, I think, for mm. women, because it's the whole of society saying you're not fitting in. Yeah. You know, you 
you said in the notes as well, like the body clock of like, yes. oh, you need to be a woman, you need I to think, be trained for a housewife, all these I things. I think there's so much pressure on women who maybe in their like mid to late 20s who haven't necessarily found a partner and that's like totally normal and totally okay and like that whole si- your whole situation is totally valid. Who haven't found a partner and it's in the back of their mind like, I am turning 30 and I will be like, I will be able to have children, blah, blah, blah. And that's completely wrong. But like having this, like the pressure of a body clock and time limit to have children, I think plays a massive role in women trying, like actively trying to find a partner to have a a family with, which is totally normal. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like in that case, it's almost like rejection is the worst thing. Or when there's a single woman, it's like, but why are you single? You're so amazing. But why is why is that equated to the same thing? Yeah, you can you can be, be happier alone, or maybe you're taking care of yourself for the time being. Yeah, um, mm. yeah. The expectations are totally different. But Adam and Adam and Zach, I guess, like, what are your feelings about rejection from maybe a male perspective? I'll say, as someone who doesn't date, that's the end of the sentence. Um, <laughs> no, I, I mean, I have asked like one person out and have been rejected. Um, but we're still really, really good friends, so that's nice. Um, so nice. And it's it's not something that ever bothered me personally, but again, this is coming from someone who doesn't have a lot of romantic feelings in general or doesn't feel the need to date that that strongly. Mm. Um, mm. I think it can be a very sort of personal thing, and I will say kind of on what you two were talking about, I was talking to a friend recently, and they said something really interesting of like, Whenever I'm talking a, a female friend, whenever I'm talking to a guy, I feel the need to try and make him like me. And if he doesn't like me, I have failed, which is a feeling that is completely foreign to me. Like I've never felt like I've failed to make someone like me. Um, this brings me back to the quote of something along the lines that like every woman has a man. It's a man inside a woman. Like you're always trying to like be. There's always a like you're always having like the male gaze. Oh, kind like of like uh, just, just yeah. 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Um, where you're always thinking about like how can I act more womanly? Like what does the the perspective of a woman? How can I act that way? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Mm. Um, rather than just, structural. Rather than just yeah. focus on like being your own authentic self. Yeah. Mm. Um, I guess we'll spin the conversation maybe a little bit more personal. Um. What are our own experiences with rejection, if we want to share? I just remember being in, like, year 10, like, pre-COVID, and just being around my friends who are always, like, talking to, in this case, boys and guys, and just not fitting into that. And literally thinking back, I was not in, like, I wasn't ready. Like, I just wasn't ready to be talking to guys and, like, making out with boys and that sort of stuff. I wasn't ready, but I felt such a pressure to be Mm. liked by, like, these boys who were my own age and everything. And, like, I just remember that so vividly. And then Mm. when it not Mm. coming to fruition, just being shattered. Like, oh, my God, what have I done? It's all my fault. Like, I'm never going to be okay again. The classic woman thinking, (laughs) like, oh, always taking the emotional Mm. weight. I feel like um, in terms of rejection, let's let's take it positively. Um... I know for years I was trying to be, like, the perfect girl. There's this, like, trope of, like, being the good girl, so trying to be as pretty as possible and perfect and, like, you're closing yourself up because it's, like, unless you get rejected, the first time is the hardest and you're actually learning how to accept yourself more each time it happens. So I say, like, get rejected, 
everyone does it. You've got a thousand people out there who have. Everyone has been at least once. Mm. Yeah. Get done with, rip off the band-aid. You got this. experience. Exactly. I think from my experience, it doesn't come from like one person, but it also comes like basically kind of when you first turn 18, your eyes are very kind of wide open. The world's bigger than you've ever seen. You've all kind of, especially these guys, we all kind of mostly organised for a bit of a voice night out. Like you got have prees at someone's place, get get quiet, tipsy, and then you kind of get, then you go to like, then you go to like your, then you go like your run of the mill club, whether that be like, basically all the ones in the city that had the biggest reputation, the biggest names, the ones that everybody knows. You go there and you're like, okay, like okay, tonight's the night. I'm going to meet a girl. I'm going to hook up with them. I'm going to get laid. I'm going to try and talk, talk up the hottest chick in the club, and I'm going to see how it goes. But then you go and just like, shit. All the other guys are thinking the yeah, same thing. And it, and it's quite intimidatory. It's kind of like, wow, Like I feel like I need to be the top dog in the room. I feel like I need to do that. And you honestly, what happens there, you end up spending a lot of money there because you keep, and you keep dragging the night out as long as possible to think, uh, I might meet her. I might get in with her. Oh, she's fit. But then you just get really nervous because like the night goes on and you don't meet anyone and you keep spending more and more money on things. And yeah, and you kind of leave and you kind of end up getting pissed off. And that before, I know that feeling where you're sticking around. Exactly, kind of not knowing when to, when to kind of close off the night, when to like, you know what, let's just walk up to the train station, let's get home, let's have a good sleep. And you end up kind of staying around longer than you actually do. And it took me a long time to kind of mature into like the way I talk about it on this show. Like I couldn't talk on this show when I was 18. Yeah. Mm. Because I just like, the, the maturity wasn't there, but also mm. like the sometimes no is no, and that is fine. And like the life experience, because like when you're 18, you probably wouldn't have oh, realized exactly. this. You're very, you're very innocent. As I said, your eyes are wide open to the world. You're experiencing so many things you never have in your life, and you just need to realize that if it, if it doesn't happen, that is fine. Life will go on. You meet heaps of people, and that is never a blight you against. Per, it's never a blight against your personality or person. It just it happens. And exactly. You learn from your experiences, and you just become become better at it the more you experience it. Yeah. Good way, good way of putting it, and a good little way to end things off. We're going to go to a couple more songs. Coming up, we've got Doobie's Girl, Coast and Ocean, and we've got Know It by Ian Buller. You are here on the Naughty Rude Show on Sin with Dom, Alex, Adam, and Zach. That was Ian Buller with Know It. Before that, you heard Doobie's Girl, Coast and Ocean. You are here on the Naughty Root Show on Sin with Zach, Adam, Dom and Alex. And today, right now, we are going to be talking about how to know if someone is the one. And not in the Matrix sense of the word, although that would be really, really cool. More in the sense of, um, you know, are they the person you can see yourself spending your life with? Go ahead. Anyone want to? Anyone want to kick us off? I feel like I'm not the best one to talk after my uh, adventures tonight. I feel like I'm not the best one to start off this uh, segment. Yeah, dinosaur. Please rewatch the episode. I saw that. I saw the the dinosaur had a slide and steps on. I'm like, yeah, you're the one. You're the one I'll get laid on. You're the one in this moment. Maybe you're just in that phase of your life. It's all about phases of life. Oh, exactly. There's a segue for you. (laughs) Like, I mean, it's pretty. It's pretty universally considered that boys will go through a dinosaur phase. He just had his way later. Exactly. Okay. (laughs) Okay, but but staying on track. Staying on track. uh, um, Alex, have you got anything for us? I do have notes. These are all from various sources, none of which are sort of my own opinion. Oh, they kind of are. But I think to, if you are considering if the person you're seeing is the one, then these these following points could be could be what you're looking for. Mm. Do they do, do you feel the need to change when you're around the person? And if mm. you don't, 
potentially they're the one. Being with them makes you want to do better. Mm. Oh, interesting. But you only know Cute. when you're in that position as well. Yeah, Dream. like if you've come into the relationship perfect, <laughs> <laughs> then you might not need to do better. But no, that's never. It, that <laughs> Compromise, et cetera. Yeah. We're but when all, that feels easy. Yeah. 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 And when you're noticing things about yourself and going, oh, now that you're here, here I am. And I've, I, not I hate this about myself, but... I, I care about your feelings and now I've changed and, oh, it's actually, I'm proud of myself too. Yeah, mm. like just growing uh-huh. as a whole. Like growing, I guess, with a person. Like you're, you're living your life, I guess, parallel to another person's life. And I think, I think we spoke about this a few weeks ago on the show, like not becoming your partner but just living your life with yeah. them. Yeah. You've both got two separate lives. But yeah. you obviously you could join because you both love each other. That are still key characteristics in which you kind of can live your own life and do what you wish. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. Just saying. Can you with the list? I love this list. Keep going with the list. Okay. Mm. You're happy to share with them. Share your emotions and thoughts and also like your bread and your, your eggs bread. and no, stuff. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's too far. Wait, wait, wait. wait. <laughs> Not the eggs. Okay, what okay, kind of okay. eggs? Like fallopian tube eggs? Or- uh, no. Like, <laughs> I was thinking like chicken eggs, but I guess like we can. Yeah, I like quail eggs; they're fun. Bit of option A, bit of option B. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I know what you mean, and also, if you want to take them to places, as in share, you know, oh God, they would be such a nice addition to my family dinner, mm-hmm. or yeah. if you're estranged from your family, to yeah. my friend dinner, or just anything. Like, and when you want to f- share that experience with them, yes, yeah. sharing like more than just. Like the physical things, but also like what makes you happy and what makes them happy and compromising. These points got to remind me of like um all those glossy magazines that you kind of used to read when younger, yeah. like like your K zones and all that. It's kind of like, what type of superhero are you? <laughs> oh yeah, what personality trait do you have? It's kind of but this is like the whole like, so you're in love, but are you really in love? <laughs> I love it. No, it's like Doctor Dolly kind of like it's <laughs> yes, really Doctor Dolly. It's like agony. Like, I can love this. Keep going. Okay. Um, not chasing the potential of the person or the relationship. You know, you're just happy at with the person. You're not chasing the idea that you've created, the, the maladaptive adre- daydreams that you've, like, yeah. formed in your I head. Think this is honestly, out of all the ones you've listed, I'm going to say this is probably the most important one because a lot of the other ones, it's like pe- people can and do change to either fit these or not fit them. But if you're... If you've fallen for an idea of someone that they do not fit at all, that you've just invented in your head, that will never work. Yeah, yeah. I see so it's many so <laughs> people getting into like relationships or seeing someone like repeatedly and like constantly being like hurt by them, and they're like, "But I can just see us on the beach in ten years." Oh, I can and- fix him. Yeah, I can fix him. Oh my gosh, oh, I can oh. fix him. Yeah. You can't. I love how Adam said I can fix them, and then you're like him because it's always the women. Because yeah. like, <laughs> we're too scared okay. of getting rejected. Yeah, no classic. You trust and understand each other well. Like you can just, you just, it's easy to understand the person and trust them. And obviously, I think that can take work to get to that point yeah. in a relationship. It's not just going to happen overnight. And managing conflict well, oh, like if huge. you if you have a disagreement and that's normal and like in any relationship and you just manage that conflict like mature like, with maturity negotiation is everything and communication being there oh you've been listening to me for a bit yeah. too long start saying things like that. <laughs> i'm sitting next to you <laughs> <laughs> you're oh. feeling calm and at peace and i actually listened to a singer on a podcast sharing her experience that she s- believes that people should not have butterflies in their stomach or like feeling nervous like jittery 
before you're going to, I guess, meet someone or to be around someone because it's it can be like a red flag, like your body saying like, oh, this might not be the right person. And obviously you if you if you like someone and you want to make a good impression with someone, you you might be a bit nervous, but I think is there a point where it's like is can it should we be nervous to meet up with someone we like? I'm going to disagree mm. with this one actually. This this one I'm going to disagree with. Mm. I I think I being nervous isn't actually a bad thing. I, and uh, you know, I'm going to compare it because I haven't really dated, I'm going to compare it more to experiences of like um, when I did like public speaking things, or even when I do radio, right? Like, I am a nervous wreck, but like in a good way. Um, it, it's because I want things to go well, right? And I know, at least for myself, if I don't have some amount of nerves, I almost feel too. It, it almost feels like I don't care at that point. So I actually think having a bit of nerves, and this will be different for everyone, isn't really a bad thing, and I wouldn't see it as a red flag. And if I feel those sorts of butterflies when talking to someone I really like, then I think that's actually kind of a good sign. Yeah. Mm. Everyone has different thresholds of stress and anxiety. If you're having panic attacks about seeing them, that's a different story. Yeah. I'm talking about, like, (laughs) you know, (laughs) that sort of thinking about, oh, God, what's going to happen? What's going to... Is it going to be nice? What can I do to make this nice? That's fine. Mm. If you're having, like, panic attacks, no, that's, that's, that's a very different story. Lastly on the list, I have, are you willing to become a better person for this person? Like, have you been in this relationship and you realised a few things about yourself that you're not entirely happy with and you're thinking, oh, maybe I do, maybe I need to change for the better, for the better and not change your whole personality, but just change your thinking patterns, your ways of showing love and that sort your of... assumptions about yourself. Yeah. yeah. That's a big one. Like, am I worthy of being listened to in this vulnerable way. Yeah, just, yeah, your patterns. I think vulnerability is, is a huge one mm. for me as well. Yeah, that, that was a, like, it's interesting to think about how everyone will approach, everyone will approach people differently. And also keep in mind that I think we're approaching this from a very much, like, one sort of relationship. There are people who aren't looking necessarily for the love of their life. And there are people who will have multiple loves of their life. Um, but... Knowing what's important to you in a relationship and being able to have that sort of compromise with your partner is something that you need to do. If, again, if that's what you're looking for, it's what you need to do, pretty much. For sure. For sure. You know what else is pretty handy? Having the same music taste. You don't have to, but it definitely helps. Mm. And oh, it's awesome. My might, love language, honestly. Sh- might we share, suggest share some premiums. songs? What have we got coming up? Well, in that case, I'll say what we got coming up. <laughs> For context, Alex and Dom both just pointed at each other. Uh, no, no, no. I'll take uh, the reins on this one. We have a self-tape with Addicted to Your Love. And then we've got a song from our very we own EPDJ, Jay Navin with Blick. You are listening to the Naughty Rude Show with Dom, Alex, Adam, Zach, and you know what? DJ Navin's in the studio. He's not actually, but he will be in your ears. Here in spirit. Stay tuned. I hope you enjoyed that one. I know our usual producer sure does. It's his own track, Jay Navin with Blick. And before that, we had self-tape with Addicted to Your Love. You're on the Naughty Rude Show. I'm Dom, and I'm here with Adam and Alex and Zachary. Is that your full name? No. 
No. Oh, no, but it's so name, fun. My name is just Zach. I love that. Aww. I've got two friends called Aggie and Tilly. Shout out. And but just their names, not Agatha and Matilda. Oh, oh. Is that cute? That's mm. good. Yeah. All right, let's slide right in. We're finishing off the show with a little little chat about red flags and icks because we've been talking about deep things in relationships and we're just giving you the one-on-one in general. Mm. Alex, Alex is nodding. She's the queen <laughs> of having lists. She's like your agony aunt. She's, she's the person you needed when you were young working through relationships. Tell me your list of red flags and this is your personal one. This is, this is my own personal one. Um, <laughs> I love it. I have it categorised <laughs> into three sections and it's kind of like... I'll just read it. To keep so category one, to keep an eye out and see how they progress. Category category two might be a deal breaker in the end. Category three, literal full deal deal breaker. Wow, literal full <laughs> yes. deal like, breaker. It's this like, is drama. Where I want to hear this. Um, <laughs> spill the beans. Okay, so number one, really big one for me is if they like Halo Parve, and for those who aren't interested in jewelry, it's basically when. It, I don't know, I just think this look is tacky. It's when, <laughs> it's when, like, there are tiny little gemstones around another big gemstone or more tiny little gemstones. To me, this indicates that this person is tacky. <laughs> what are they not That's expecting? So specific. <laughs> I was expecting, like, some pretty broad stuff. No. Like, deep, but, like, you've got your fingers out, you're like, number one. So specific. <laughs> um... It yes. basically means that this person is tacky, has no taste, and is per- no, no, no. I work in a jewelry store, and I see a lot of oh. disgusting halo parve, grime, sweat, hand cream, everything, and it's showing like, wait, that this in pa- it, like in the crevices, in the crevices. Oh. Okay, but that says a lot about their hygiene. I'm no, sure the jewelry itself can mm. be fine. The jewelry it's, is fine, but this person is obviously not seeing seeing into the future for how the quality will last and how taking care of something will... <laughs> but what if they keep it clean? Is that is, Okay, does that make it a green flag if it is clean because it means that they can clearly oh, take yeah. care of something that's really difficult to take care of? Well, I don't like it, so I don't want to see it. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Get it away. Okay, okay. Yeah, POV, can, can your partner... Can I be honest? Your partner gets you one. What As would I, you do? I would, I would just <laughs> sorry, say... we'll get like, to you, Adam. I, no, I, I'm we'll... sorry... I don't like it. Can yeah. we exchange it, please? Fair enough. Yeah. yeah. But also, I feel like the person I'm like, I wouldn't. I will let. I'll make it known that I'm not a fan of Halo Parve. Well, you have now made I it known know. now. Like now, <laughs> now you've got this. Like just whenever you meet someone new or your current partner, just like refer back to this episode, yeah. timestamp it. Yeah. You know, just get it's, that voice clip. Uh, Nine forty nine here on the nineteenth of March, and I don't like Halo Parve. <laughs> I thought you meant the game. Yeah. And I was yeah, like, wait, Parve, was... oh, it's like a tie. Halo pa- like Call of Duty, Black Ops, like <laughs> Halo Parve. Like... No, it's a type of jewelry. Okay, setting, have you got but... the others? Have you got it the sounds others? like a dessert. <laughs> yeah, okay. yummy. Like, so, Parve. Yeah, Parve. <laughs> on the ki- to keep an eye out and see how they progress category, I think if they don't eat fruit or vegetables or, is a fu- or are a fussy eater, because it's like you're obviously oh, old enough to know like fruit and vegetables are good for you and also like – just get over it. And it's like you're not taking care of yourself. You're not, re- like, extending out of your comfort zone to, like, try some fruit and try some vegetables. This one I yeah, agree well, with a little more. Mm. I mean, everyone's, like, people will eat different stuff, and I'm pretty chill with that. But if all someone is eating is just constant, like, junk food, I'm kind of yeah. like, man, mm. I don't want to have to, like, cook food with you because it's going to be a nightmare. Or you can't go out to eat with someone. Yeah. Like, I had a friend who was dating someone and... She would like gag in front of him if he was like eating something she didn't like, like that oh. she didn't like. Oh, oh like, that, that, that pisses me off. Yeah, that's yeah. Mm. 
Okay, and for my middle category, might be a deal breaker in the end um, if they <laughs> eat too much this. sugar. <laughs> too much yeah, sugar. Yeah, how's your skin yeah. going? Yeah. I mean, too much sugar. If they eat a high sugar diet, how come? It's just not good for you. Mm. And you should be. Oh, you like the mummy kind of like. No, but I'm looking out for you. Like also, like your teeth will decay, and you might have bad breath. But what if they look after their teeth? If you look, if you don't, if you don't eat sugar, that's looking after your teeth. But what about like? Oh, my gee, she's about preventative healthcare over here. <laughs> right, <all right>. <laughs> this is like very niche to me. Like these this are is these funny. are very Halo specific. Parve, these that are got very me. Specific, that was funny. Yeah. I think everyone was expecting something a bit different. Do you guys have any? Specific red flags. Hmm. Mm. I mean, I kind of, I think I agree mostly with the fussy eater thing. Like, if someone is gagging at the sight of what I'm eating and not even what they're eating, it's like, get over it. Is this okay. about you? No. You don't have to eat this, so shut up. Yeah. That yeah. would annoy me. I think I need, I hate, I dislike um, when people just don't have a sense of humor and it's all literal to them. I feel like, especially sex, it just needs to be chill, relax. And you need to be able to laugh at yourself. You need to be laugh at someone, at somebody else. You need to just have. You need to just. You need to just be able to have fun. Yeah, and don't if, take yourself too seriously. Exactly. Huge. Yeah. And if you're putting so much pressure on yourself, then the relationship and the sex won't be fun. To be honest, just be you put so much pressure on yourself. Have you got one for us, Dom? Um. Oh, this. It's so rude. I really hate. Is it called a muscle too? Yeah, like the really saggy oh. gym shirts, which like go down to like their fucking. Their ribs, <laughs> and then yeah, and it's just I just hate seeing oh, it. It's just cocky. Like at mm. the gym, fine, or playing sport, fine. Mm. If you wear sports clothes outside of like <laughs> super casual circumstances, kind of gets annoying. Mm. Yeah. yeah All right, let's go to another track. Coming up is "Crush" by Hutcher, featuring Drea and Nike. This is the Naughty Rooch on Sin with Alex, Adam, Dom, and Zach. And that one was Crushed by Hutcher. You are listening to the Naughty Rude Show here on Sin with Zach, Adam, Alex, and Dom. And you are going to stop listening to the Naughty Rude Show here on Sin because Mm. it is 9.57. That is basically 10 o'clock. We have to go home. You know, Mm. we have lives outside of this, unfortunately, (laughs) believe it or not. But it's been a good show. What have we been talking about today, Adam? Well, it's kind of we've talked about the the concept of rejection and how different. We talked about how do you know if you've uh, found the real one, the true love in your life. Answer some of our lovely audience's cheekiest and audience questions, and we've also um, learned about Halo Parve today. <laughs> oh, we've learned a lot. I learned more um, about jewelry today um, than I was expecting. I'm dead. That was so funny. If you if you don't know what that is, you'll just have to like re-listen to this episode. Our um. episodes are on Spotify, Omnia, basically anywhere you can find a podcast, it will be there. Just Naughty Rude, the Naughty Rude Show exactly. by Sin. Yep, uploading yeah. uploading every week so you'll never have to wait long for your another another round of your favourite radio show. Mm. Yeah, give us a listen. Please follow us on our socials as well. We're on <laughs> Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at Naughty Rude Sin. That's S-Y-N. Also, hop on our Tumblr and ask us confidential questions. You don't need an account. You just hop on and ask. And we've been answering those today. If you mm. want, if you want to know us to know who you are, like please ask us on our DM. Slide in. Mm. Zach, could you tell us the Tumblr? The naughtyrootshow.tumblr.com forward slash ask. You mean that Tumblr? Oh, I do. Oh. Remember that, everybody. Remember it better than me. Remember it because it's burned into my brain. Yeah, as, it sh- <laughs> as it should be. 
All right, let's leave you with one last song to take your Sunday night away. The climax of the show. Oh, this ooh, is relevant. Diamond Ever. Heart with <laughs> Night Fruit. Or rather, this is Night Fruit with Diamond Heart. You have been listening to the Naughty, Ro- Naughty Rude Show, even, here on Sin. <laughs> have a lovely, lovely night. Bye. See you later, guys. Have a good one.